Time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News staff writer Ryan Doyle. And I'm Erner Berry market reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode is brought to you by the latest issue of Erna Berry's Reporter Magazine. The summer 2021 issue is now out, and it is definitely one you don't want to miss. Visit ErnerBerry.com reporter to get a digital copy or subscribe for free. In our top story, Ernerberry launched a brand new quotation series on whitefish products currently trading in Europe on August 19th. Coverage of popular whitefish items trading throughout the continent will join already established market quotes on European shrimp and farm-raised salmon. The expanded pricing category is now live on Comtel, and the news section will feature new quotations on relevant whitefish items, including a dedicated price table showcasing Alaskan pollock in its most consumed product forms. The new quotes will be published each week on Thursdays, and it will include, drumroll please, items from the U.S., and we will see deep skin Pollock uh, PBO fillet blocks, PBO fillet blocks, regular skin, uh, minced blocks, and PBI fillet blocks from Russia. Uh, this is all single frozen, PBO fillet blocks, minced blocks, PBI fillet blocks, and from China, twice frozen product, PBO fillet blocks. And this is some awesome news, Lauren, and I just want to quickly shout out uh, the hard work put, put in by UB market reporter uh, Mike Nesbitt and the rest of the UB team. Yeah, it's going to be great having a dedicated market reporter covering Alaskan Pollock going into Europe. You know, I cover trade here in the U.S., and I know how important the European market can affect supply here in the States. So it'll just be nice to have some added insight on both accords. Um, you know, for our markets going forward. And that just means better content for our customers. Most definitely. (laughs) Yes. In our next story, Avanti Frozen Foods, a Thai union subsidiary, expanded a June 25th salmonella recall for frozen cooked shrimp. The initial June 25th recall was sparked after the CDC said a salmonella outbreak was linked to frozen cooked shrimp. An investigation was launched. The CDC said on June 26 that six illnesses and two hospitalizations were linked to the outbreak in Arizona and Nevada. Nearly a month later, on July 21st, the CDC declared the outbreak of illnesses linked to the shrimp over. However, an August 13th update from the CDC said the investigation has been reopened after three more illnesses were reported and one of the individuals ate frozen cooked shrimp supplied by Avanti that was not part of the initial recall. With the investigation reopened, Avanti expanded the recall for frozen shrimp products that were distributed nationwide from November 2020 to May 2021. Recalled product brand names include Big River, 365, Seacove, Hannaford, First Street, Meyer, and more. And next up, we take a look at second quarter financial results for Blue Star Foods and Highliner Foods. Both seafood companies noted in their reports supply chain issues, which the industry is certainly familiar with for over a year now. In Q2, Blue Star said its sales were hit by industry-wide supply chain challenges, including port congestion and a shortage in reefer containers, which left the company unable to fill all orders received during the second quarter of 2021. 
Highliner echoed that sentiment, uh, stating that supply chain challenges impacted the business in both the food service and retail segments. The company discussed limited shipping container and raw material supply, which limited its ability to maximize volume sales. Uh, now, these two companies are just a snapshot of what's been going on across the industry, Lauren. And, and I know you're hearing this from from the you know just conversations with our fellow market reporters and what you're hearing about the markets. Um, what, what you know what what is the situation going on with with supply chain issues and logistics and things of that nature that you've heard of lately? I mean, I think the shorter response here is what have I not been hearing? (laughs) Um, But there are obstacles along every point in the supply chain, you know, whether it's from farmers dealing with higher feed costs and labor shortages or on the wild side where fishing efforts are coming up short. Production is being tempered because, you know, we can't move products fast enough. Freight costs are insane. And, um, you know, exporters are waiting um, for that to steady before you know, bringing in any more product. Um, importers are, you know, racking up demerge costs at the ports and there's not enough labor at cold storage facilities to be moving product in and out. So no matter where you turn, you're hitting a roadblock. And I know that, you know, Highliner and um, Blue Star are not alone in these mm-hmm. challenges. Awesome. Uh, let's head up to the Pacific Northwest, where Oregon is formally moving forward on decreasing whale entanglements in the Dungeness crab fishery. The Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife on August 18th released its draft conservation plan addressing marine life entanglement in commercial Dungeness crab fishing gear along the Oregon coast. So the overarching vision of the plan is for the coexistence of a vibrant commercial crab fishery and recovering endangered species act listed populations of humpback whales, blue whales, and leatherback sea turtles in ocean waters off Oregon. Key elements of the conservation plan include assessment of anticipated take levels for each covered species, biological goals and objectives that will be achieved through implementation of targeted conservation measures, a robust monitoring program that will provide the necessary information to assess progress towards the objectives, and an adaptive management strategy for refining the existing conservation measures throughout the permit term should changes be needed. And moving along, NOAA recently released its 2021 biennial report to Congress on improving international fisheries management. The report found 31 nations and entities have been participating in illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing activities and bycatch of protected species. NOAA stated that China, Costa Rica, Guyana, Mexico, the Russian Federation, Senegal, and Taiwan had vessels engaging in IUU fishing activities from 2018 to 2020. The 2021 report also announced certification determinations for nations identified for IUU fishing activities in the previous report, following a two-year consultation period where NOAA works with each nation to encourage corrective action. NOAA gave Mexico a negative determination for IUU activity, meaning Mexican fishing vessels will be denied entry into the U.S. ports, and Mexico could face import restrictions on fish and fish products. On the other hand, Ecuador and the Republic of Korea received positive certification determinations. They took actions to remedy the IUU fishing activities for which they were identified in 2019. Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary for International Fisheries and Director of NOAA Fisheries Office of International Affairs and Seafood Inspection, Alexa Cole, said NOAA was encouraged by the positive steps some nations took to address IUU fishing practices. And for our final story of the day, Lauren, we started the podcast talking about Pollock. Let's end it talking about Pollock. So please take it away. 
my favorite kind of, of podcast here. <laughs> so after two consecutive seasons reporting kind of lackluster landings amid an active and growing demand, the Alaskan Pollock industry is breathing a slight emphasis on slight sli- uh, sigh of relief as landings volume currently outpaced the 2020 B season by over 100,000 metric tons, as per the most recent data from NOAA through the week of August 7th. So the 2021 B season has produced more favorable landings compared to the previous year every week, with the exception of last week of July. Um, while the pickup in volume of landings is encouraging to see, the size of the fish is still trending on the smaller side, making production efforts more difficult for some product forms. In addition, the previous lackluster seasons, coupled with strong demand, have left quite a bit of catch-up already leading into the 2020 B season. So right now, pricing remains steady mid-season on block products and flays as landings begin to improve. However, the undertone remains firm. And that's going to do it for us today. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Erner Berry's Reporter. Pick your copy up at ErnerBerry.com slash reporter. 